Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new podcast produced by the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. I am calling it the Realtor Nation Podcast, a podcast by a real estate agent interviewing more successful realtors for other real estate professionals to listen to. My name is Ian Hoover, and I am the host of this podcast, and I'm very excited to bring you the Realtor Nation, a show to help improve your business. My goal is to bring you some of the most successful agents in the business and ask them the questions that every realtor wants to know. 87% of real estate professionals fail. What other career can you say that about? The agents I am interviewing have not only succeeded, but they are truly some of the most talented agents in our business. Today I'm sitting in front of Pittsburgh real estate royalty, the legend herself, Karen Marshall. And before Karen starts, I'd like to talk about her impressive resume. She's the founder of the Karen Marshall Group with Keller Williams Realty. She's had her license for over 30 years. She got it in 1987. Small side note, I was born in 1987, so it must have been a great year. She was named one of the top most influential agents in Pennsylvania, and in 2016, her and her team have sold over $57 million in real estate in Pittsburgh, where the average sale price is only $166,000. And her best year, her and her team sold over $67 million. Wow. So without further ado, I'm very excited to introduce Karen Marshall to the podcast. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. Honored to be here. That's a truly amazing resume. Much better than mine, I must say. You'll get there. <laughs> it just takes time. Well, thanks for taking the time out of your day. I'd like to start by having you talk a little about your journey to becoming a $57 million producing agent. My journey started as a, I was teaching Montessori school and needed to make a better living for my family. And a friend of mine, a lifelong friend, friend of my parents, uh, was a manager at another company and said, go get your real estate license. You'll make a million dollars with your personality. And I went and got it. And hired was hired by another company um for different reasons and uh she ended up being the owner of the company was a a client a past client of my dad's and uh it was it's been a great great life for the last 30 years (laughs) and your friend was right you you make over a million dollars in real estate so let's start with what your favorite thing is about our business meeting interesting people and keeping them as lifelong friends and clients I think they're all every day is just wonderful to meet somebody new and be able to help them in different aspects I I agree I have some really great friends I've met in this business what is your least favorite thing about our business I think when people don't do business the right way I think that that drives a wedge between where there doesn't have to be and that that's very uh, disconcerting that that you're just not doing the right thing in business. you got to do business the right way. There's a lot of money to be made doing business the right way. You've proven that. Thank you. So what is, uh, in our business, 87% of agents fail. Why do you think that is? They don't have the stamina or the, um, they don't work at their skill level either. They think that this is just an easy job opening doors and showing homes, and they don't learn the interworkings of a home and the heating system and the grading system um, so they don't take that time to, to to be crafted in their trade and so I think that's when they get frustrated and one deal falls apart and they think oh that they can't they're not going to put up with all of this minutia that has to go behind the scenes and most people don't realize there's over 200 or 300 things that we have to do it per transaction that no one really gets to see until you delve into it in the, in the real world. I think work ethic might have a little bit to do with that, don't you think? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They want it, They want everything to be handed to them, and they don't want to have to work for anything <laughs> in a lot of respects. So in this, in this business, you have to make money, spend money to make money. And uh, what would you give advice to a struggling agent who's try- who can't make enough money right now? Well, I think they need a good support system behind them. They need either to keep their job that they're that they're working in, and or have um, a, a backup plan or a support system like their parents who can help them either stay at home and you know keep money in that way so that they can spend the monies they need to to market properties in a certain fashion. Um, but I think that if they work diligently and don't just do it as a two-hour-a-day job, you'll find that once you delve into it, I thought I could do it just teaching Montessori part-time and do this part-time, and after about two months, I said, there's no way I can do this part-time. If you're not totally involved, I mean, you have to go to classes continually. You have to update your resume. You have to be out in the public. You have to learn the inventory. Learning the inventory is a huge um, factor for agents. They go to show houses. They don't even know what the house down the street sold for. So... You have to know all of those factors, and not keeping up to date in and with your um, your education is part of the reason people fail. It's funny you say learning inventory because Alex, my mentor, my partner, showed me one of the old MLS books that right. you guys used. To use. It was like a huge, thick phone book. We know <laughs> that is crazy. I couldn't even imagine doing business like that. So, how many hours a week does it take? To sell fifty-seven million dollars in real estate, you're at hundred dollars a week. You're 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 working more way more than eight hours. You're, I I put sixteen, seventeen hours in a day. I do. Wow, that's that's really amazing. How do you keep the stamina up when you do that? I just get energized. They call me the Energizer Bunny. I take my shoes off around here and I run up and down the halls. Is what I do. I'm I'm motivated to get a lot of things done at one time. I'm probably the worst multitasker. I mean, I do multitask, and that's the worst thing anyone can do. But I just have a lot of things to get done in my life. (laughs) Well, I know you don't do it all alone. So let's talk a little bit about your team. Why did you start a team? Um, Because uh, I finally learned that I'm not good at everything. Tech being one of them, I'm not. I don't love it. I don't want to do it. I, I avoid it at all costs. And so I had to find those people who could support me in, in everything that was needed for today's um, business plan. So you can't, you can't do this business without tech because everything's generated by tech and SEO and all the other terms that are out there now. I'm lucky I even know what that means. Um, <laughs> I'm a people person, so I'd rather be face-to-face with people or talking to them on the phone or you know I when I drive for an hour I take 30 people's uh, my my client base and I start calling them so I'm always doing that aspect of it you just never stop do you well I can there are times (laughs) when I do I work hard and I try to play hard a little bit (laughs) if you don't mind sharing how is your team structured uh, I am, well, we have the our office staff, which is Julia runs the office, the business part of it, all the files, making sure that um, the websites are up to date. And Mindy is my closing coordinator and listing coordinator. So once I bring the file in, she and I are in charge of the listing. And then when, time, when we get the sales contract, then she takes it from there on as well. I have uh, Lydia as our marketing director, and she does all of the postings and, you know, social media that we have to 
put out there uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and promoting our, pro our product. So our product is our homes and, and buildings, et cetera, land parcels. She's coming up with creative ways to offer those to the, to the populace and to show them in a different fashion. So she's very creative with her words, and she's been a great asset to us. And then I do have a girl, um, Hanukkah, over in the Philippines, who is my virtual assistant, who does a lot of the snapology and, or whatever that other stuff is that you have to do. Um, she does a lot of <laughs> postings for us. and um, Social media. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, and then you have some agents that work for you. And then too. we, oh yeah, then we have our main body of agents uh, that are our buyer and buyer agents, and we have listing specialists. So I'm the main listing specialist, and then we have five buyers agents. One of which is commercial. Jamie's our commercial head of that, and then we have um, Megan, Jamie, uh, Jeannie, Jay, and Kim. And then we have Kristen. Oh, I definitely forgot Kristen. Kristen is my new ISA, which we implemented this year. Kristen um, does all of the follow-up calls for incoming business. So people that are on the websites and there, she try, you know, we're getting notified that they're on the website. So she is making the appointments for our buyer's agents to, um, to meet with those clients and hopefully you know, capture them and sell them homes. Wow, and, and something I know because we, we had a failed take <laughs> is that you actually let your your agents, your buyer's agents, uh, actually promote their own name, like on their listing. Absolutely. Why do you do that? Because they all have an identity. I'm not the only identity here. I mean, they're, they all contribute tremendously to this team, and if we didn't have all of their input every month, we wouldn't be a team. And so I think that the agents who, it's all about them and their name, um, that's robbing that's robbing the other agents the and they and they resent it you don't want those client or those agents that are working with you to resent you in any fashion so we're a team and so we're here to help each other my one my one main agent today her mother her mother just had a I hope that I hope that she's fine but she had a horrible health thing that happened and so we all stepped to the plate Mindy ran out to, t to show the houses because I had you as the appointment so I'd be down there showing her clients out of, from out of state the so we're all here to help each other and to, and to promote, bring them, you know, elevate them to the next level. Truly sounds like a team or even a family sometimes. Well, we are. <laughs> so the saying I'm going to go back to is it, it takes money. you got to spend money to make money in the business. So what is the best free way that you generate business? Um, I think the um, social media. I mean, other than it, I mean, if I was doing it myself, just putting it out on social media would be the freest way. Now, you know, now we have to pay for Facebook, things like that, we, which we didn't have to a couple of years. Ago. And we, you know, when we started with, um, uh, what was the other website that you could sell things on? Craigslist. Craigslist. We would do Craigslist, and that used to be free, and then it went into being paid. So, social media and and promote, you know, self-promoting the properties directly to our clients. I mean, just getting it out. Email blasts. We do a lot of email blasts to other agents. That's free, other than staff time, you know, salary time. Getting it out um, and promoting it to clients and other agents. Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, they forget sometimes. And our multi-list is not fail-safe. <laughs> sometimes it shows you everything and sometimes it misses. Well, it sounds like you do a lot of one thing that I do a lot of, and that's called our past clients, and that's Correct. a free way to do business too, right? Exactly. Okay, so... Out of the money that you do spend in marketing, what is your best return on investment? Well, we found statistically that it's Realtor.com. I mean, investing in Realtor.com has brought us the most qualified leads. And 
they're not just searching or surfing the internet to see what their neighbor's house is and filling in, you know, zero 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 for a phone number. They're actually looking because they really need a property or they want to sell their property. And so we have found that that has been the best source for us, other than past clients. I mean, past clients and referrals are always number one. Well, I, I mean, I haven't even heard about using Realtor.com. I mean, Zillow is obviously one that a lot of agents use that I didn't really have a lot of success with. So mm, We paid a lot of money and did not have great success either. They were pretty bogus, a lot of them. Well, that's good to know. Tell me your favorite memory about your career. My favorite memory, um, well, is, is doing that development for my in honor of my son, doing Reedmont Manor. Um, so it's a big, scary thing to do, <laughs> and um, you know, I had I had some support as far as you know. I dealt with a lot of developers at the time, and so I had their input. But taking a huge loan, my father was like. Are you sure we should be doing this? And you know, it was it was pretty challenging, but we were very fortunate. And my son was looking over us, and it was a great success. Paid the bank off early, and that was the best part. Was it a uh, a home development? It was a home. Yeah, it How was many homes? Uh, we had um, seventeen lots. Fourteen of them were state, more of a state lots, and then we had some street on the other side of the um, of the development. We had single family on the other side as well that were smaller lots but it was sold out in i think maybe 14 months it was wow tremendous i'm gonna have to pick your brain about that someday. <laughs> i'd like to do that someday so it's hard to believe that you ever struggled in our business but i'm sure that you did can you tell us about a moment when you were truly struggling and what you did to get out of it well i think you're your it's your mindset and even though you get hurt and disappointed and many teary eyes and you know deals that fall through the week before that you think you're banking on this money for paying bills etc when you know when you're a single mom and raising two boys on your own you just every dollar is allotted for um so when it, when when discourse happens i think is the most dis difficult time um and someone really disappoints you that you thought highly of, or, or that that kind of just goes right into your heart and turns it turns it the and and you learn from every. My dad would always say, "You learn from every experience, whether it's good or bad. Even the bad, you're learning from." So my outlook is, it was a bad experience. I got hurt by it, but I learned something from it. And so the next time, I'll be more cautious and more aware of my surroundings and what's going on, and and be a little more cautious. Okay. I'm excited about this question because I pulled a lot of agents to get these questions, but this is mine because I'm a big fan of the art of the deal. And in that book, Donald Trump talks about his day and what a, a typical day looks like uh, in Donald Trump's life. And I'm very excited to know what does a typical day look like in Karen Marshall's life? Well, I'm up at 5.36. I try to exercise three or four days. I run around my house, make sure it's all beautiful in case somebody what would walk in. Um... Then I go to my job sites, I fix signs. I don't have a problem with that. You'll see me, I, I always tell my clients, you'll see me out in your front yard, possibly at 6.30 in the morning in my sweatsuit, fixing your sign, don't be alarmed, because if it's down, that's what I do. Um, I'll fix the post sign. I'm not, I like manual labor. For some reason, I have every tool in my, and boots in my car. I mean, Ted Taylor and I are out sweeping streets and cleaning stuff all the time and fixing signs. Um, that doesn't bother me, That that's part, that's kind of a release, I guess, 
versus sitting behind a computer. But that gets me out and doing things, and I like to make sure the signs are looking good. I mean, I picked up somebody else's sign the other day, and you know, I'll stop and fix somebody, another client who's, or another agent sign who might be down, whose might be down. Um, so my, then, I go, then I will either stop at three of my, my showing or my listings and make sure that everything's fine there if they need to be replenished with brochures. We find that out, and then, then I'm hitting a computer. I mean, it's sad to say that. I'm, or I'm showing houses. I mean, when, when I have a, yesterday, I wasn't in the office at all. I was showing in Fox Chapel all day. I had one meeting after that. I had three meetings right after that. I never came into this office all day. So it's different every day. I think that's the best part of this What'd job. What did your email look like after you It was out? not pretty. It was close to 800. It was, you know, oh, and I'm Lord. falling asleep on my computer at night. Well, that, that's that's amazing. It sounds like you, you work a lot. Um, but the best was when I did 22 houses in one day with one client. I, that I was years ago. I have one that rivals that. I have yeah. an investor that comes in from out of town. We've seen probably 15, 20 in a day. It, it's tiring. That's probably the most tiring thing I've ever done. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on technology and how it's affecting our business? It's all about technology. And it, it's not all about. This is still a person-to-person -person business, even though Zillow wants to just be all tech and be directed everything to them. This, if, if you do not have a personal side to this business, I don't see the closings occurring. I mean, there might be a person who buys something from afar and never sets foot on it inside the property. That's few and far between. That's um, airy-fairy to me. Um, but I think the person, to, the, the relationship and knowing your client and how they're going to react and what, it, what, what turns them on about the house, you have to learn what they what, – they love driving home too. So what is it that they're going to love? What's the wow factor that makes them excited about a property? I mean, the, my client I just closed on last two weeks ago, He's that, that family is just phenomenal. And, you know, he wanted one type of house, and his wife wanted a different type of property. They had horses and farmland. She wanted, to, you know, a country type of home. And and we, it ended up being a, the one of the most pleasant experiences i mean i'd want to marry this couple that's how much i loved i just in fact we were emailing today i'm like when are you coming to pittsburgh for sure <laughs> he'll be see then we'll be here till after the holidays but then we'll be getting together so that that's the best part of the business sounds like you really focus on building that relationship that's great and i'll do 150 percent for them i mean i mean i i took him to a foot bath an ionic foot bath to get it he was so sick the one day and yeah we do everything brought him his oregano oil cure him <laughs> so how important is goal setting to Karen Marshall I'm really motivated and I, we have our goal board and we we do track it it's very important if you want it if you want to aspire to do better every time every year then you have to set those goals and you better see where you are during the year as far as tracking where you are um, otherwise it's a it's a it's a part-time position if you don't have those goals I think and that's yeah. how you're going to, that's your outlook on it. I 100% agree. I, I think goals are, are huge to stay focused and stay on track. And and, uh, and whether it's just getting a coach or whether it's reading that book, whether, I mean, that's all goal, that's all part of your goals. Yeah, absolutely. So we all have mentors that help us in this business. Mine was Alex Deacon, who is now my partner, and I'm excited about that. Who was your mentor and how did they help you? Dave Jenks from Keller Williams. When we opened this office, he came to town, and he was my first coach, and he told me how to delegate, give it up, Karen, stop putting the flags in the front yard, and you know, get, get someone who knows how to do tech because that's not your 
your fort in life. That's really not your expertise. So I, um, I followed his guidelines, and and to this day I applaud him and and highly with high regards. He was a great great guide for me. And the big thing is you executed what he taught you, right? Implementation, implementation. That's right. <laughs> so if you were a brand new agent starting out today in today's industry, what would you do to build your business? Um, I think you have to, well, it goes back to basics, as Gary Keller would say, back to basics. You notify everyone that you know um, that you're in the real estate industry. You learn first. First first and foremost, you go and take as many classes as you can, and you mentor because you're a, you're a, a loose cannon if you don't take the classes and you don't know what's going on in the industry. Um, I get mad at my team if they don't come to class, if they don't take the newest um, information that's out there. When they're questioning me about oil and gas, I, I you know my my antenna go up and said you better get into class and you better learn about how to to implement that or execute that agreement properly um, and know what's going on in the, in the surrounding area here. I mean, it's just, this is what's happening here. So if you do not have the education behind you and you don't continually want to learn something new so that you can help your clients better and your, yourself, it's only going to come back and help you, then do I really want to be associated with that? No. Understandable. So you're saying the 60 hours in classes we take to get our license doesn't teach us how to do the business? Absolutely not. <laughs> we all know that. We all know that. How do you balance work and life? I work very, very hard, and I will work. I'll work, you know, four straight months and not take a break, and then I'm, then I'll go on a vacation, and I will not, and I'll rejuvenate. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I'll rejuvenate. But yeah, you have to. If you don't, it will. This business will eat you up, and it will ruin your relationship. It can ruin relationships. There's probably more divorced people in real estate today than anything, because it is so consuming and it's so demanding. And people don't think that you're allowed to eat dinner. I mean, that's that's the hard part of it. And when you're with someone, another significant person, and you are continually interrupting that, because you're being interrupted by clients who have no regard for any time frames for you. I mean, it's very difficult. I'm sure my to maintain wife could, that. My wife could probably uh, tell you a couple stories. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Is retirement dream uh, retirement a dream or a pipe dream for real estate agents? No, retirement has to occur. You cannot go on forever in this business because you're going to end up being a disservice to your clients and a disservice to the industry, and you're going to end up embarrassing yourself if you stay in it too long. I mean, there are a number of agents that you just go, better, better step back soon i mean and, and i think when you when you realize a self-realization that you're not performing as you should and you're not doing the best that you could for the clients because this is a very important transaction and real estate has a lot of money involved in their largest investment that they own and and if you're not going to service that that properly then you should step back Okay, so it sounds like it is a dream. We can all work towards it then. Absolutely. Okay. How do you separate yourself from the other 5,000-plus agents in, in the West Penn multi-list? I think attitude and work ethic and 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 how you treat other people. I mean, you, you I mean, I there's prima donnas in this business we all know that I'm the, and I'm not one of them I just I'm, I'm a workaholic so I take my shoes off with the best of them and and it, it's it's how it's what you say and not how it's what you say and how you it's 
not what you say, it's how you say it. So if you treat everyone with respect and dignity and kindness and positive outlook, it, it all comes back to you. Okay. Well, I think that's about it for the main question. So now we're going to enter what I call the blitz round. So we're going to ask you five questions. It's going to be the same five questions for everybody who comes on the show. We're going to start with this one. What is your favorite technology tool? My phone. <laughs> FaceTime. Does it leave your hand very often? Not very often. Not very often. <laughs> what is your favorite real estate book? The one thing now. That would be it the one thing i really like that book gary keller makes some of the best if not the best real estate books out there if you were not an agent what would you be i would probably be a uh i would be a volunteer for a children's organization underprivileged children or disabled children or i, I already do a lot of or a lot of uh fundraising for the uh, two of the organizations in washington county i'd probably continue that i always said I'd, i'm a really good fundraiser so i i can raise a lot of money and I did that for MDA and I did the uh, we built the house for um, Doug Vitale a couple of years ago and got 99% of the materials donated so the, I like doing that I'm glad you said MDA my mother has muscular dystrophy and, and she is everything to me I mean she's the reason why I'm as successful as I am she raised me as a single mom so it's a great organization and, and I donate to them as well um, what is your favorite hobby um, travel. <laughs> travel, swimming. I like to horseback ride. I can't find too many people want to do that with me anymore, but I like That sounds Drinking fun. wine. No. <laughs> My daughter would probably like to horseback ride with you. <laughs> uh, and then what is your dream vacation? Well... My son traveled the world, and so his favorite was the Maldives Islands, so that's on Grammy's bucket list, and or, and the Galapagos Islands that was recommended by a, um, a captain on a cruise ship. He said that was his favorite place. Wow. I hope to travel the world some and, and really get to some of these places because they sound truly amazing. Well, don't wait too long. Your knees have to be able to work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of walking. Well, Karen, I thank you so much for take two even uh, of this <laughs> podcast. And uh, it, it's great insight, and I hope it helps everybody listening. I know it helped me uh, to sit in front of uh, somebody who's been so successful. And uh, I wish you the best in the future. And Likewise. Thank you so much thank for coming you. on the show. Thanks, sweetie. Well, Realtor Nation, this was a great interview with a truly amazing realtor. Karen Marshall was amazing. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. For all of our content, please visit our website, dhrea.com slash learn. Until next time, this is Ian Hoover with the Deacon Hoover Radio Network signing off.